Welcome to This Mother Means Business, a podcast for ambitious entrepreneurial mothers unapologetic in their desire to have it all. I'm your host, Laura Sinclair. I'm a serial entrepreneur, marketing expert, business mentor, and mom of two obsessed with real conversation and deep connection around the insane journey that is raising babies and building businesses. Each week, I'll bring you incredible guests and solo episodes while refusing to shy away from the harsh truths and challenges that come along with managing the titles of mom and CEO. But don't worry, we will celebrate the big moments too. I'm here to show you what's possible in your life and business and will bring you actual tools, tricks, and stories that will take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, in your business, and in your parenting journey. I want nothing more than to see you win and will always have your back in this process, even if it comes with just a little bit of tough love. Ready for today's episode? Grab your favorite drink and let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of This Mother Means Business. Today, we are going to have a conversation about investing in your business, specifically investing in mentorship. And At this stage in my entrepreneurial journey, I've invested nearly $80,000 in mentorship, coaching, courses. And so I think at this stage, I have a pretty good sense of, well, I at least have some things to share. I'm not sure that I, I have the answer on whether how you should invest your money. And certainly, I know that it's not realistic for everybody to invest that kind of money in their businesses. But what I want to do today is I really want to share with you some things to consider when you are making an investment in your business, an investment in mentorship. And by no means am I here to tell you to invest in me. That is not this episode. This episode is really about helping you learn some some skills, gain some questions to ask yourself, and really some things to consider before you jump into whether it's a mastermind or a one-on-one coaching environment buying a course, a group program, like whatever it may be. I think that sometimes we go into these things because we feel like we have to, we should, because that's what the online space tends to tell us is that if you're not investing money in your business, you're not going to see money back. And certainly if I take myself back to 2021, when I first started my online business, really started going in on building my business on Instagram There were a lot of people that I was following who I don't follow anymore who were doing this like, you need to go first. You can't expect people to invest in your business if you're not investing in other people's businesses, things like that, right? And I have been in, as I mentioned, a lot of different coaching containers, but I was really, I really fell prey to that conversation early on in my business. And I think that while mentorship is extremely valuable and extremely important, I don't think that everybody has to mentorship program, which may sound crazy as somebody that is a business mentor, right? But early on, I fell sort of prey to this rhetoric and that's what it is, right? It's bro marketing. It's predatorial. Is that a word? Predatorial? It's predatory (laughs) in language to tell a person that, you know, if they're not willing to invest tens of thousands of dollars in a mastermind or in a coaching program, that they are never going to be successful in their business. And that is absolute not true. And I think that, you know, before we dive into questions to ask yourself before investing, I do want to talk about the value of mentorship and how pivotal mentorship is. And so it's not about the amount of money that you spend on mentorship. 
I think that mentorship has been and continues to be one of the most valuable things that I have invested in my business. Obviously, you know, I've invested close to $80,000 in mentorship in my time as an entrepreneur, which is a down payment for a house, a small one, (laughs) but it's a lot of money, right? There's a lot that I could have done with that. And certainly I have no regrets about spending that money on mentorship because every time I did, I learned something, but, and that money's come back to me, you know, two, three, four times sometimes, depending on what the investment was. But I think mentorship can be really powerful because it's an opportunity for you to really collapse time around money and to surround yourself with a person or a group of people that have done what you want to do. And one of the things that I learned early on in entrepreneurship, I have this specific memory of having a issue with an employee at the gym and having to deal with the labor board. And I did nothing wrong. It was, it ended up being fine. But I remember asking my husband at the time, like, what, how are you supposed to know this? Like, how am I supposed to know that that was the thing that I was supposed to do? And the reality is a lot of the time in entrepreneurship, you don't learn lessons unless you're doing things wrong. Like there isn't a manual for any of this. And a lot of the time we're kind of guessing, we're kind of figuring it out. And where mentorship can become really valuable is usually you're investing in a person who has done the things that you want to do and comes with that knowledge. And certainly when I'm working with clients, whether it's in a one-on-one capacity or my mastermind, I am tapping into you know 10 years of entrepreneurship in different capacities and working on different businesses. And it can be it can be really valuable. At least I tend to think so. And that's why my clients keep coming back year after year um, to work with me. But for you, when you're thinking about, you know, who would I invest in or or where does mentorship make sense? I think one of the first questions that you want to ask yourself is, is this person living a life that I want to live? Are there elements of their life that are attractive to me? And I really feel strongly against putting a person on a pedestal I never want anyone to put me on a pedestal. I don't put anyone else on a pedestal, but it's very easy to get in that place where we like put our mentors on pedestals. We're all people. We're all worthy and capable of the same things. But, you know, are there elements of a person's life, this mentor, this person, or this group of people that I'm looking at investing in, are they living a life that I want to live? And for me, that's not always about do they have the fanciest cars in the biggest house and they go in the best vacation and the best handbags? Like that's not it for me. For me, it's like, is this person a mom first and foremost? That's something that's really important for me. Is this person living the kind of freedom that I want to have in my life? I've talked before on the podcast about how freedom is one of my core values. Or is this person just like really chained to their desk? They're never around for their kids. They're never, they're not living the kind of life that I want to live. Because if somebody isn't doing that, that's not a person that I would consider hiring as a mentor. And I would encourage you to look at it through the same lens, right? Is this person living the life that, or a version of a life, their elements of their life that I want? And that could be absolutely financial, right? Is their business the size that I want it to be? I want mine to be. Do they know what it is, right? If you are a making a you know $100,000 a year, you probably want to hire a mentor who's doing at least double that, if not you know, 10 times that in your business, right? Because those are the people that they know what it's like to build a $100,000 a year business and they know how to double it. They know how to triple it. They know how to get you to half a million dollars, a million dollars a year. You wouldn't hire somebody that has never done that before. And that's one thing that I say to my clients all the time. If someone came to me with, you know, a seven figure business and they said, you know, I want to get to $10 million this year, I would say, that's amazing, but I'm not the mentor for you. I have never built a $10 million business. I've never been involved in the building of a $10 million business. 
Well, that's not entirely true. I have, but now that I, now that I'm talking about this, but I wouldn't be the person that says, yeah, I can do that for you. I've done it one time for a client, right? It's not my bread and butter. My bread and butter is really getting you to that first $500,000 a year. And then after that, I don't believe that I'm the right person for you. I just don't. And that's okay. Right. And so when you think about, you know, what this person is, what are their qualities? What is the life that they have? Really just diving into that. And then the second piece that I would really want you to consider is do you feel a connection to this person? Do you feel safe in this person's energy? Do you feel like you can tell them anything and it be received kindly and with love? And I have looked at working at mentors in the past, and this is a story I've told before of a mentor that I was looking to work with who kind of scared me. And I think there's a big difference between somebody like triggering you and somebody intimidating you or not, you not, you don't feel safe in their energy. And certainly, you know, I ended up not hiring this woman because, you know, she didn't have kids. It was the summertime. And then she went back on her Instagram stories and talked about how, how if she hears one more person say that they're not going to invest in mentorship because of the kids in the summertime, that she was going to lose it and basically called me lazy and didn't name me, but obviously I knew that she was talking about me because it was within a 30 seconds of receiving that email. You know, that's not a person I would ever work with because there's no way I would ever feel safe in their energy. And so, you know, do you feel connected with this person? Do you feel safe with them? That is really important because if you are going to enter a mentorship relationship with somebody and you don't feel like they're going to hold space for you, that's not, that's not going to be it. So really big ones just about that individual, right? Are they living the life that you want to live or a version of it? Are there elements of their life that you want to live? They've achieved the things, the things that you want to achieve. And do you feel connected to them? Okay. So that's sort of the person, right? And then the next piece comes down to like the what. And I think when we think about, you know, what's available from a, you know, mentorship space, let's talk about the things that are typical. So there is masterminds, there is one-on-one coaching, there are group programs, so like a 12-week you know, six week, eight week, 16 week, whatever group program where you get together and you, and you learn a skill. And I have done 12 week group programs. I've done eight week groups programs. And when I say done, like I've participated, been a participant in those programs. I've been in two masterminds. I've worked with a one-on-one mentor. I've sort of experienced all these things personally for myself. And certainly as a mentor have hosted all of these as well in a range of other things. But one of the Biggest questions that I ask myself when I'm looking at an investment, whether it's a mastermind, one-on-one coaching, whatever it may be, other than, you know, who is the leader here, who's the person that's guiding, is what am I hoping to get out of this? And it's not just, you know, going into it being like, well, it's going to help me become rich, right? It's like, what is it that I'm hoping to get out of it? And it could be a couple of things, right? It might be information, that I'm looking for. Like, I feel like this, this program is going to give me information that I don't have. It could be a level of support that I need, right? It could be that I just emotionally am in a hard place and I want to have some support and community around me, or I, I, I exist in fear a lot of the time, or you're experiencing imposter syndrome, right? Whatever it may be, right? If you want support, then yeah, then that's another great thing to look for on mentorship. And then the last one would just be accountability, right? Like I have some clients that don't need information from me. They don't really need support. They just need me to hold them accountable. 
and they pay me basically to exist <laughs> in their world. And I, they come on their calls. They don't box me. They just need the accountability of me being like, hey, did you do that thing? Hey, remember that thing that you said you were going to get to me? Oh, it's not in my inbox. Right? And so when we think about that, it's like, okay, what is, is it information that I need? Is it support or is it accountability? And there is a fourth one. And the fourth one is a little nuanced. And this is something that I have a friend, her name's Christina Bartold, that she does this incredibly well. And I think sometimes when we're thinking about joining group programs or mentorship programs, we want to think about potentially some of those people turning into business for yourself. And so certainly if I think about, and I'll go back to tell a story about Christina in a second. Her husband edits my podcast episodes, so he'll get to hear this while I, while I share the story. But if I think about the Ambition Mastermind, in the first round of the Ambition Mastermind, we had a health coach. There was a, or a personal trainer, gym owner, a website developer, and a digital agency. So someone that does media ads. And I think that the health, the health coach ended up, I mean, obviously ambition is not a fitness program. <laughs> and so there were quite a few women from the ambition mastermind that joined this fitness instructors, health coaches, fitness program, the online business or online, the website developer, I think has done maybe four or five websites from women, from women in the 2023 rounds of ambition. She did both. And certainly the digital ads girl have received client work and referrals from people within ambition. And so the one thing that starts to happen, certainly in group programs and masterminds, is this sort of commingling of work, the potential to receive clients and things like that. And so I'm talking about my friend Christina because she owns a social media marketing agency. And she is incredible at going into masterminds and joining masterminds where her ideal client is. She might not need the information. She might not need the support or the accountability. She can join just to get leads, right? And so this is a really powerful thing. And this is something that I do with events. And I've talked about this doing this at events in the past is like one of your reasons for joining a mastermind or joining an event or a group program might actually be because your ideal client is there. Okay. And the nuance here is you're not going to join a mentorship group where you do the same thing as the, as the leader, because that won't work. Right. And so you think about the example of a social media marketing agency. If you're, you're coming into a mastermind program where people are learning to grow their business and you serve small business owners by helping them with social media, right? That's an opportunity for you to get in front of some people and potentially turn them into clients, right? Those peers can become your clients. And so one thing that you want to think about is, are you joining a mastermind or group program for yourself, right? Or is it this a business growth move? And this, this is nuanced and it depends on what you do. Certainly if you are joining a business program and you're a health coach and you target entrepreneurs, there's probably a good opportunity for some of those people to become clients. Certainly Quite a few people have come into the Ambition Mastermind and made their investment back in and more just in receiving clients from the people in that community, okay? Personally, when I join Masterminds and Group Programs, I do it for myself, for my own individual experience, for my own personal growth, my own support. I don't generally, just because of what I do, right? Because I'm a mentor. Yes, I have a social media marketing agency, but I rarely build my business through that that way. Um, 
most of my business is, is built through referrals and it's, it's not the primary focus of, of my work, but as a business coach, right. I'm so much better served going to events where it's like a women's generic event when they're talking about like women's empowerment and things like that, than I am going to join a mastermind with the intention of getting new clients. And I don't think any of it's wrong. I think it's all perfect, but it's things to just consider and things to ask yourself, right? Are you joining this mastermind because you want peers? Are you joining the mastermind because you're looking for clients? Maybe it's a mix of both. And really just thinking about, okay, like, what am I hoping to get out of this? Is it information? Is it support? Is it accountability? And is it, or is it potentially clients, right? Because that can be really powerful. I've watched it be really powerful for a lot of my, a lot of people in my world, which is cool to see, which I love. Um, and so, you know, I think that's a big part of it. And then the next piece obviously comes down to the amount of money. And I didn't know until I started being in the online space how much money people were spending on masterminds. I have, I know of, you know, private coaching that's $300,000 a year, $100,000 a year, like just kind of egregious amounts of money. And at least from my perspective, I, you know, if that's the kind of money that you're spending on, on, on coaching, like that's amazing. Good for you. But I think like when you're thinking about the investment, right, when we think about the money that is spent. The one thing that I have learned for sure is that the transformation begins in a coaching program. The minute that you make that money, you send that money. The minute that you pay for a coaching program is actually when the transformation begins because it's you deciding that you're going to make a change. And when people pay, they pay attention. I remember when I invested in my first sort of big mastermind, I think I paid, I want to say it was 15,000 US dollars for one of the one of the first masterminds I joined, which was like $23,000 Canadian, which is a lot of money because the Canadian dollars is trash. But really for me, like that transformation began at that moment because I was like, oh my gosh, I just spent all this money. I have to make this work and I'm going to make this work. And it really lit a fire under me. And that's the one piece of joining masterminds and stretching an investment a little bit that can be super powerful is that feeling of, holy crap, I have to do this now. And so I, I think sometimes like the bigger transformation that comes in a, out of a group program and a mastermind, and don't get me wrong, I'm not discounting how much power and information and community and connection can come from that. But I do think that there is a piece of that transformation that really begins when that payment is made. And I've experienced it myself. And I think for a lot of us, you know, when it's very easy to get into a lull in our business, a lull in action, we just kind of do the same things. And sometimes mentorship can be that thing that really lights that fire under your butt because you're making a large financial investment. On that piece, you know, I think that it's important that you're not going into debt over investing in mentorship, right? You may not have that money right away, but you know, for example, you know, if I'm thinking about investing $2,000 a month in a mentor or a mastermind or whatever it may be, I may think to myself, okay, I don't necessarily have, if it's a six month mastermind, I don't have $12,000 right now, but I know that my business makes, you know, six, seven, $8,000 a month. And so $2,000 is yes, it's a stretch, but the intention is for me to grow that money over time. And so I know I'll have it. Right. And so really thinking about, you know, what's going to make sense for you. And I think also not playing small. I've made the mistake of playing small in my investments in the past, certainly early in my business. And by playing small, I actually ended up in rooms with people who weren't ahead of me. I think one of the things that I also really prioritize when I'm making decisions about the mastermind is not a mastermind or group program is not you know, is as much about who the person is 
as who are the people that are going to be in the mastermind, right? I don't want to be the big fish. I want to go and be the idiot in the group. I want to have the smallest business. I want to have the most to learn and the most to grow. And so I, in playing small in the past, I have ended up in rooms of people that are actually behind me in business. And not that there's anything wrong with that other than the fact that they didn't, they couldn't push me. They couldn't bring me along with them. And so one of the things that I really value when I look at making a decision and investment in my business through via mastermind or some sort of purchase is, is this going to elevate my network? Is it going to elevate my community and put me in rooms with people that I otherwise probably wouldn't have the opportunity to be in? So those are sort of my takes on things that you want to ask yourself, right? Before you are investing in mentorship is, do I have a connection with this person, right? Starting with the human being or the human beings that are running this group, I'm assuming human beings and not robots, although AI coaching programs I'm sure will exist soon is, you know, do I have a connection to this person? Is, are they going to be a safe space for me? Is this person living a lifestyle that I want or a similar lifestyle that I want? And what am I, what am I hoping to get out of this? Right? Is it information? Is it support? Is it accountability? Is it uh, clients? Is it an elevated peer group? Okay. And then is the financial piece, does it make sense? Right? Is this financial piece uh, playing small? Is this financial piece potentially too much of a stretch for me? Certainly for me, I was looking at joining a mastermind this year. That was just too much of a financial stretch for me. I wanted to do it. I think it was 27,000 US dollars for six months, which in Canadian, that's $35,000 for six months. And I just, it just felt like too much of a stretch for me in this particular season of my business. Hopefully next year that that'll be a mastermind that I can say yes to. But in this season, it just wasn't, it wasn't the right time. So and that's okay, right? And so these are questions that we have to look into. And so before I dive into sort of before we before we say goodbye today, uh, I want to let you know why I left my first mentor. And I think that it's another sort of piece to sort of add on to these questions and part of why um, these questions are important. And so my first mentor uh, was part of a mentorship group that I hired when I was a gym owner. And I'm not going to name the mentorship program just because it's not relevant <laughs> to the story. But, you know, I, I hired this initial, this mentorship program. It was designed to help micro gyms. I learned a lot. I took my business from making about $12,000 a month to about, I want to say like $35,000, $40,000 in sales month. So obviously a huge return. I think the initial payment was $5,000 US to be part of it for three months. And then I think it was about a thousand dollars a month moving forward. And we were in this mentorship program for most of two and a half years. And we were with the same mentor for that time. And he was great. He was amazing. I loved him. Towards the end of our time together, I think that the program was trying to like really elevate, you know, push people to do more, right? Be, do more. It's always doing more, but that's where it was at. And so, you know, I was really happy with what I had achieved, obviously going from around $12,000, $15,000 a month to $40,000 a month in sales. When you consider, you know, the size of my business at the time, that was pretty significant, but you know, it was a time where I had just had a baby, you know, my daughter would sit on, I would be on the calls and my daughter would be in the background in her high chair and I'd be like feeding her snacks, trying to get through the calls. And my husband and I were going through a challenging time. And I remember articulating this to my coach and just saying, you know, like, it's really hard, really struggling with this and that and this and that. And then he, and then he was like, let me, let's pull out this spreadsheet and look at your targets and your metrics. And it started to, instead of like addressing what was going on for me in my life, we went over this spreadsheet 
and the spreadsheet of all the things that I was missing. And I hadn't done this and I didn't do this and these targets weren't good enough and my conversion weren't good enough and I wasn't booking enough sales calls and I was just like, oh no, <laughs> this isn't this isn't it anymore. This isn't it, right? Like my business has tripled in the time we were together, which is amazing. I just sat here and told you, you know, how difficult of a time I'm having. And instead you're telling me that I'm not doing enough. And, you know, as much as I cherished my relationship and I'm so grateful for what I learned from that individual, that was the moment that I knew that I needed to end that mentorship because that wasn't it, right? I was doing everything. I was doing everything that I could do and being told that I needed to do more. In fact, that I wasn't doing enough with my baby in the background and, you know, expressing the challenges that I was going through in my marriage, which is something that I've talked about many times on this podcast, certainly in episode one and two, was just crazy. It was crazy. And so that was the sign of, of that it was time for me to end that mentorship was that I, it just wasn't it anymore. I was making really good money and I was also really burnt out. And the fact that the default for that mentor, this was a one-on-one mentorship, was to, okay, well, let's look at what you need to do more of. That was the moment that I just knew it wasn't aligned, right? And so when we think about connection, right, we think about, you know, what I'm hoping to get out of it. That wasn't it anymore. What that was asking for me was more and that wasn't what I needed. I needed support. And so I think that's something that I just want to leave you with because I think it's important as people that are serving others in whatever capacity to be able to read the room. And I think, you know, for you, whether you're considering investing in mentorship or changing mentors, know that it's okay when there's time, you know, when I'm really lucky to have had some of my clients for a really long time, I'm lucky to have people that come in with me for a short time. And I think whatever that period of time is, it's always perfect exactly the way that it is, but it's okay to pivot. It's okay to change. And it's okay for you to want different things. And so I hope that this episode has been helpful for you if you're a person that's on the fence about maybe investing for the first time, thinking about investing, or maybe changing coaches. And so I hope that that's something that has been helpful for you. And I'm excited to see where all of this lands. If you have any questions on any of this, you're struggling to decide on a program, whether it's with me or even somebody else, and you want to riff on this, always feel free to send me a DM at It's Laura St. Clair. I'm always happy to chat with you. And that is all for today. I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode and know of other ambitious entrepreneurial mothers who would love to be part of this community, it would mean the world to me if you shared our podcast with them. Take a screenshot of this episode, text it to them, or share it to your Instagram stories and tag me so I can thank you for tuning in. Until next time, I love you, I appreciate you, and I am cheering for you so big.